0: Hello, space cadets, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and today I'm going to let you guys know about evidence of planet-wide groundwater on Mars. But before I do that, I want to say thank you to everybody who's subscribed to the pod. Now, if you are interested in space news or technology news, uh, make sure to subscribe right now. It's happening every single day, two or three times a day sometimes, because there's so much space news out there. So thank you, everybody that has subscribed to the pod. Now let's get back into some Mars news. So uh, scientists have found the first evidence of planet-wide groundwater on Mars. Mars Express has revealed the first geological evidence of a system of ancient interconnected lakes that once lay deep beneath the red planet's surface, five of which may contain minerals that are crucial to life. So when you think of the red planet, you think of a desert, you know, you think of sand, you think of not water really, you just think of a barren wasteland kind of. But the surface also shows compelling signs that large amounts of water once existed across the planet. But scientists and geologists have found that there are formations and features that needed water to form, like branching flow channels and valleys, And last year, Mars Express detected a pool of liquid water beneath the planet's south pole. Now in this new study, uh, it was revealed that there's an extensive underground water network on ancient Mars that was previously only predicted by models. Early Mars was a watery world, but as the climate changed, um, the water retreated below the surface to form pools and groundwater. That's what the lead author said about this new discovery and we trace this water in our new study as it scales and roll as a matter of debate and we found the first geological evidence of a planet-wide groundwater system on mars the scientists explored 24 deep enclosed craters in the northern hemisphere of mars with floors lying roughly 4,000 meters below martian sea level which is the level that uh, given the planet's lack of seas is arbitrary, and on Mars it's based on elevation and atmospheric pressure. But they found features on the floors of these craters that could only have formed in the presence of water. Many craters contain multiple features, all at depths of 4,000 to 4,500 meters, indicating that these craters once contained pools and flows of water that changed and receded over time. These features include channels etched into crater walls, valleys carved out by sapping groundwater, dark curved deltas thought to have formed as water levels rose and fell, ridge terraces within crater walls formed by standing water, and fan-shaped deposits of sediment associated with flowing water. So the water levels in this area, uh, with the proposed shorelines of a putative uh, Martian Ocean, thought to have existed on Mars between Three and 4 billion years ago. The scientist said, uh, we think that this ocean may have connected to a system of underground lakes that spread across the entire planet. These lakes would have existed around 3.5 billion years ago, so may have been contemporaries of a Martian ocean. All right, I'm going to take a quick break to pause for the cause, and I'll be right back with some more awesome space news. Now let's get back to some water on Mars news. So the history of water on Mars is crazy complex, and it's intricately linked to understanding whether or not life ever arose there. And if so, when did it happen? How did it happen? Where did it happen? And the team spotted signs of minerals within five of the craters that are linked to the emergence of Earth life and various clays, carbonates, and silicates. And the finding adds weight to the idea that the basins on Mars may once have had life in them. And, you know, maybe we can study those areas if we can find a way to get a rover in there. Maybe we can find some ancient Mars life down in the waterbeds. And these basins were the only ones deep enough to intersect with the water-saturated part of Mars' crust for long periods of time with evidence perhaps buried in the sediments today. So we could get a digger. We could go there and dig. Let's send a rover up there. That would be really amazing. And exploring these sites could reveal conditions suitable for past life and therefore highly relevant to astrobiological missions such as ExoMars, which is an ESA and Roscosmos endeavor. And while the ExoMars Trace Gas Orbiter is already studying Mars from above, The next mission will launch next year, and it has a rover on it, and a surface science platform. It'll target and explore Martian sites thought to be key in the hunt for signs of life. This is a pretty big discovery, and it's especially exciting that a mission that has been so fruitful at the red planet, Mars Express, is now instrumental in helping future missions, such as ExoMars, explore the planet in a different way, And it's a great example of missions working together with great success. That's what ESA's Mars Express project scientist said, um, Dmitry Titov. So that's pretty cool. I mean, water on Mars. We knew there's water on Mars, but this is a huge, huge step forward. Now, another thing happened to Mars just recently. A freaking asteroid blasted into Mars within the last 10 years. Something super heavy slammed into Mars and shattered into a hard rain of superheated material within the last 10 years, and those pieces fell to the red planet's surface, dotting the Martian surface with pockmarks. Astronomer Phil Plate suggested that the asteroid hit Mars while in an already weakened state, and most solid rock or metal asteroids are strong enough to survive the journey to the planet's atmosphere and to the world's surface, but, you know... This one exploded and it shattered debris all over the place. Phil wrote, It's essentially an explosion, the force of the sudden and furious release of energy when it splits. So this asteroid was weak. You know, it wasn't a solid, solid asteroid. It was weak from tumbling through space and hitting other things and, you know, just not being solid. Uh, So when it hit the atmosphere, shattered. And those pieces fell onto Mars. And how do they know that it happened within the last 10 years? Well, NASA has pictures from JPL and the University of Arizona um, from 2009 uh, of a region in the southern mid-latitude of Mars, and the impact occurred anywhere between 2009 and 2016. And it's not a single impact crater. There's multiple impacts, like a shotgun blast suggests uh, University of Arizona, And it suggests that the impactor broke up in the atmosphere on entry. Although the atmosphere of Mars is thinner than Earth, it still has the capability to break apart things like stony meteoroids versus an iron nickel one. In this image that they put out, it has 21 distinctive craters from this thing. So it broke apart into 21 different pieces ranging in size from one to seven meters in diameter. And they're distributed over an area that spans about 305 meters. The impact was initially discovered in a 2016 context camera image and was not seen in a 2009 picture, which implies that the impact may be only two years old. But it's certainly not more than nine years old. So this could have happened very recently. And we always think of Mars as inactive, right? Like you don't really think of a lot of stuff happening on Mars. But this shows that things do happen on Mars, even though it happened from space to Mars, but things are still happening on Mars. And I'll keep you updated every single day of whatever is happening on Mars. Um, just hit that subscribe button. And if you hit that subscribe button, you'll get the latest space news every single day. Um, so if you wanna check me out on social, go to uh, Twitter, any social platform, at Space Spacenewspod, you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash space news pod. You can also find me live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash space news pod. Um, you can also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash space news pod. Thank you so much for all the patrons for contributing. Like that's super important. Um, this is, this is a cool hobby of mine. And I really wish that someday it could become a thing. You know, a full-time thing would be amazing. And I'm working hard at that. So, Thank you so much for all of your support. And the best way to support this is just to listen to the episodes. That's the best way. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening. This has been the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and I will see you soon. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better?